The Red Light Library finds and reviews wild and wacky short erotica available for sale. We review stories that are not suitable for all ages. If you're not of legal age to listen to content with frank discussions of sexual topics in adult language, back out now. Welcome back, dear patrons, to the Red Light Library. Today, I'm working solo. You've already seen the title of the episode. I'm talking about Pumpin' the Pumpkin by Candy Smuts, and this is basically the result of me going back through our extensive erotica collection on the Kindle app and finding stuff that we've either forgotten about or didn't want to do at the time. During the Halloween season, I bought like five different vaguely Halloween-related things under the idea that I would let Jackie or whoever else wanted to do a Halloween episode choose and we chose some amazing things if you want to go back and look at what we put up during october we talked about the sexorcist and daddy long legs there was some really good erotica back there one of them i bought this october 25th pumpin the pumpkins the cover is just insane it's a generic looking stock photo of a model wearing a I guess it's a devil costume because there's kind of a pitchfork thing going on there. And they're holding a pumpkin with the bottom of it facing camera. And it's just, and they look surprised. I don't get the point of this photo because, like, why are they facing the pumpkin butt towards camera? You would think the photographer would pose that so that the you can tell it's a damn pumpkin. Copyright 2014 by Candy Smuts, and we're not wasting any time here. On my phone, you scroll past the title, you get to the page where it's like, this is a work of fiction, names, blah, 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 please don't sue me. On that same page, uh, we start the story. There's no separating the two. Maybe that's different on a Kindle tablet. Maybe that's different on a browser. On my phone, it just goes from, for other titles written by Candy Smuts, please visit this link to the first sentence of the story. Buckle up. Many years ago, when I was around 22 years old, comma, I just moved out of home into my own place, which I shared with a couple of other guys. The place wasn't great, being in the shithole side of town, but I have a lot of great memories of all the things that we got up to. We were young, dumb kids, really. Young, dumb, yeah, okay. Uh, here's the thing. There was one thing I never told my roomies about, though. I worked night shift at the time while they had day jobs. I don't care. We get so much, so much info about the scheduling between this main character and their roommates. There's lots of mentions of, well, my roommates won't be home for a couple of hours. In fact, everything in the story has the roommates being home in a couple of hours. There's even one scene, the first pumpkin fucking scene which gives the impression the main character goes into a sort of lust-fueled fugue state as the details linked in or the details were given in the story say he spent about five minutes having sex with a pumpkin and then he kind of shakes himself out of it and realizes oh i gotta clean up my roommates are gonna be back any minute so somehow he spent several hours 
on it? I don't know. It's almost like this isn't well written. <laughs> There's one thing I really don't like about the story, and it's the conversational tone. Maybe uh, I want to... I don't have someone to bounce this off of right now, so I'm fully aware that this might just sound like some cishat white dude bitching about stuff that he paid for on the internet, and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. But it's a comedy show, so hey, <laughs> hopefully there's some comedy to be had. I found a lot of comedy in the fact that there are a lot of sentences that feel like they were dictated to some sort of recording software and not just typed. So it's coming up to that time of the year the kids freaking love. No, not Christmas. The other one. Halloween. Blah, blah, blah. Scary stories. Scary stories. Trick or treat. Free candy. Yada, yada. Fun stuff about Halloween. But that year was the year I fucked a pumpkin twice. <laughs> like, <laughs> this story beats around the bush so many ways. But there's this one little kernel of truth that that year was the year I fucked a pumpkin, comma, twice genius i just i love it and here's the thing when i bought this and i read the description and i'm reading into it my brain's starting to try and fill in the stuff here right i'm trying to figure out what are the connect i'm connecting the dots what's gonna come back he meant he uh, spoiler alert there's some really fucking shady sexist i i don't it's if, if there's some icky yucky stuff in here attitude wise from the main character but that also is a giant fucking flag going there's gonna be anal stuff later because he just straight up says i don't do butt stuff and i never will and then guess what fucking happens at the end of the story so that's a thing and while that, that, you know, I had that in my head while I'm reading this, and he's talking about fucking a pumpkin twice, once alone, once with a girl. And I'm thinking, like, there's got to be some sort of magic, you know, magic, magical realism thing. Maybe it's literally a pumpkin woman that he has sex with later on. Does the pumpkin talk? Does he hallucinate the pumpkin talking? I need some sort of interaction. Otherwise, I'm just reading a story about a dude masturbating with a big squash and it turns out i'm just reading a thing about a guy masturbating with a big squash and he has a sort of tom hanks and castaway wilson the volleyball relationship with this damn pumpkin like there's a lot of for all the writing problems for all the structural problems this has there is this lovely undertone that the main character has gone off the rails and starts giving this vegetable a soul like it's he he reads into it that it likes what he's doing uh we'll we'll touch on that as i go on so he fucked a pumpkin <laughs> and we're about to hear about it and the setup for this is the main character had four pumpkins to carve i guess each roommate bought a pumpkin or there's one for every there's four for the front porch. I don't know. When there are multiple pumpkins in a household with multiple people, doesn't I it just feels to me like that's a thing where multiple people are gonna want in. It's a group activity, pumpkin carving. But this guy's gonna do four at once. So he gets the knife out. He gets the knife out. Suddenly I saw that it was actually quite attractive. 
I couldn't say how or why. It's like when you look at a beautiful woman or a handsome man, if that's your bag, you might not get the air of Cupid all up in your face, but you just know that if you had half a chance, you'd screw their brains out. <laughs> and the next paragraph starts with, you've seen American Pie, right? <laughs> it's, I mean, the idea that this story was bred from the writer watching American Pie and went, what if did that happen with a pumpkin? Eh, it's, we're, we're lampshading it. There's lots of talk about using the gooey innards of the pumpkin as lube. It's described as being, he enjoys the knobbly pebble-like sensation combined with the goo. Ew. Oh, the smell from this scene. When considering the notion of fucking a pumpkin, the most important question that pops to this this person's mind is, now I had to decide, ass or pussy, pink or stink. Now I love the brown tunnel as much as the next man, but I tell you, I wasn't thinking too straight, too isn't spelled properly there, fun fact, and I just wanted to get a load up in the pumpkin, dot dot dot, ah, fuck it, I thought, hyphen, that eye looks good. So he skull fucks the pumpkin. He doesn't even have the courtesy to make a make a new addition here. For, even from a Morotica standpoint, this gets a little obscene at times for me. I guess my definition of the word obscene has kind of mutated over the year of doing this. I don't think I lasted more than a couple of seconds before I splooged a massive load all over the pumpkin's insides. Ew. And here's the thing. Homeboy leaves it. It's it's like it's a thing for him to leave all that man juice inside of the pumpkin, just knowing that it's in there and that his roommates might see it. And um, <laughs> in doing the sex, he cuts off the one, you know, everyone, every, uh, every child and cartoon and movie will carve a pumpkin with like triangular eyes and then like a, a toothy grin or maybe just a grin with one tooth hanging down. This one has round eyes and one tooth, and he cuts off the one tooth at one point. So now the pumpkin has softer features. With the tooth and jagged eye missing, it now had softer features and looked pretty goddamn happy. Me too, baby. Me too, I said. <sighs> so he starts thinking about wanting a pumpkin threesome, because we need to finish the story somehow. But a hookup with a difference, I wanted a pumpkin threesome with a girl. A ginger girl, to match up all the colors. Sometimes I thought about a pumpkin foursome, with another guy fucking the other eye. But I didn't think I wanted to be too close to another cock. And plus, I knew it would be harder to persuade two pumpkin virgins than one. It's just simple math. This is where things get real fucking shaky real fucking quick. I mean... I don't want to yuck anyone's yum, but it, whenever I see anyone think about being too close to another dude's dick, that's when I start thinking, oh, this is going to be some closed-minded-ass shit coming up. Uh, and here it is. I didn't know how to get started. Craigslist? A prostitute? Some slutty drunk whore from the nearest dive bar? Fucking really? Uh, he, even, he posts a Craigslist ad, gets a lot of shaky... By the way... Dude's got a six-inch dick. He calls it a fuck stick in the Craigslist ad. He mentions that it's average because, you know, science says it is, at least for, like, 
wasp dudes in the United States. Uh, he says it's six inches, and then it's it's got some girth because every dude ever who describes their penis goes, it's this long and pretty girthy. And uh, later on in the story, <laughs> the first time a woman sees this character's penis, she is fucking into it. She this is the most amazing penis she's ever seen. This. If it wasn't for the fact that the author bio identifies with she, her pronouns, and, like, it's all themed at, that Candy Smuts is this woman writing erotica. I mean, I, I was about to say it feels like a guy wrote this, but the more, I, the more I've thought about it, I get the impression this is sort of like the erotica version of doing the stupid dude face. Every, every woman I know has the ex and has the exact same dumb guy voice. They kind of drop their voice down to this a little bit and then just talk like whoever they're meant to talk like. And it's perfect. It's like the universal stupid male voice. This entire erotica is written as if the male character is doing that stupid male voice and his his uh, unreliable narration changes the world around it, but you are keeping track of the facts. I know I'm adding way more into this than is actually there in the text, but if you read this with that subtext that this is sort of a parody, it's actually way more fun because it also helps you deal with shit like this. The Craigslist ad didn't work too well. I got a bunch of crazy people mainly some of whom I'm pretty sure were gay guys cruising to bag a straight guy like me. Yeah, because you're such a fucking dish. I don't have nothing against gay people trying to turn straight dudes, but it's not for me. Not even my little ass play. Not even a little ass play with a woman. My ass is exit only. Foreshadowing. Hey, but hey, whatever floats your boats. Uh, so Craigslist is not working. Second option. Now, the prostitutes in my area are a bit skanky, to be honest. Nothing new there, right? <laughs> Quite frankly, if I wasn't, like, damned and determined to do something today to get this recorded today, probably would have put this... Actually, I'm going to be completely fucking honest with you here. The reason I chose something that we had purchased and like didn't find something new is i am broke as shit right now and why why stretch myself a little bit thinner buying something that might suck off of amazon when i know i got stuff right here that sucks uh the writing in this is sloppy there's a lot of weird capitalizations i loaded up my wallet capital w and set off for my local di nearest dive joint so like this asshole is he has a distinction between escort and prostitute, and he calls prostitutes skanky and just, just horrible shit. But, oh no, it's totally fine to go to the shittiest bar in town and be a predator. Because this guy's a predator. He goes into this bar, and he finds... He, he, he goes after women he finds attractive, and they all shoot his ass down. So then he starts doing the ultimate dude move of targeting, quote, fives. He goes for women he doesn't necessarily find attractive, but he doesn't find them 
unattractive, and he thinks, therefore, they'll have low self-esteem. And, uh, of course, the first one he goes after is a five with with brunette curly hair, and he buys her shots, and they start making out at the bar because everything fucking goes right for this guy. They get in a cab, they get back to his place, they fuck around a little bit, Oh, his his uh, my to further my theory that this the subtext of this is it's an unreliable male narrator. Uh, I was being glib and charming and asking her questions about herself. Fucking that's how conversations work, you fucking prick. Uh, we get back to the apartment. I put my hand on her face, stroking it before moving in for the kill with a searching tongue. Ew! They make out a bit. She starts blowing him. He's like, this is it. This is the moment. Oh, we get fucking more information about the roommates with a little flashback about how we have to find out how the pumpkin got to his room. Him saying, he tells his roommates, I'm taking the pumpkin to my room to make it more Halloween-y in there because I'm going for, I think it's the term is like, a spooky Halloween orgasm or something like that. And the, it says the roommates look at him weird. It's beautiful because it sounds like the roommates are the only, like, normal people here. Like, why would you even think to need an excuse to put a pumpkin in your fucking room for a night? Just move it. Who's gonna ask? It's almost like he was doing a cartoon tiptoe from the front porch to his bedroom. He got busted or something. I don't know. Uh, so his plan is he's going to tell her while she's blowing him, except that blowjob just feels too damn good. So he decides, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of her first. So there's an oral scene uh, featuring both my favorite and least favorite description of an orgasm I've ever read in fiction, I was in heaven, and so was Jacintha, who came all over my face like a steam train. Yes, steam trains. Known for doing that. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. I genuinely considered editing in train sound effects here, but fuck it. This is so stupid. I don't... Yeah, we've been doing this for a year, and I'm still shocked by this stuff. There... I. The problematic stuff in this doesn't really go away when we get to the ass play part of it. Because, um, basically he's like, hey, I want to fuck a pumpkin and you jerk me off. You put your hand in the pumpkin, I'm going to put my dick through the eye, and you jerk it off. And she's like, that's actually kind of cool, let's do that. They do it, then they do this physics-bending experiment where he carves two holes into it so that... He puts his penis through one hole and it exits the other and goes into her mouth. And with six inches of penis to work with here, that is not physically possible with something shaped like a pumpkin. I don't care how... F it has to be like one of those really tiny ones that fits in the palm of your hand. That like I'm not I, I'm not interpreting it as he's putting his penis through the widest part of the pumpkin, but the you would have it would have to be prehensile or be able to do a U-bend curve for this to physically work. It's almost like this was written sloppily and quickly. <sighs> so they do that, the BJ goes well, and then he has her put the pumpkin on her head 
And then she starts doming him, which, good for Jacintha, fucking have some fun with that. And it starts leaking juices. It, he mentions the pumpkin's getting too old and is soft, and it's got, you know juices from his stuff going on she says she'll only do it on her head if she gets to shove the stem up his ass also there's a detail that she's a nurse so she knows what she's doing with butt stuff i get cool uh <laughs> he like an anal battering ram the stem repeatedly beat up against my rusty stargate there are too many euphemisms for buttholes in fiction there just are everyone's too goddamn scared to say anus or asshole we just have to be funny about it the page before he calls it like puckered starfish like we're 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 trying to be funny i guess and it is fucking hilarious but also the point of erotica is to arouse and rusty stargate just makes someone stop reading mid-sentence to laugh because that's what happened to me and i feel like the term rusty stargate is going to lock in my head forever and has ruined the entire stargate franchise for me which thanks that was like one of my favorite sci-fi adventures ever candy uh and and thus we get the end of the story which is now this character is married not to Jacintha she just left he never saw her again he gets married has two kids has never fucked a pumpkin again now that he's writing the story down he wants to fuck a pumpkin again his wife is going out of town for the day or something, so he's thinking about going and buying a pumpkin to do it again. I sincerely hope that wasn't intended as a sequel setup, because this does not need a sequel. It didn't even need to exist in the first place. But hey, that's where we are. So, if you are interested in Pumpin' the Pumpkin by Candy Smuts, you can find it on Amazon. I think it was a dollar... I can't even remember anymore, and I can't be fucked to look it up. Candy Smuts does not have any social media that I can find, just an Amazon and a Smashwords profile, and from what I can tell, the last time they published anything was 2014, which is par for the course with Goofy Erotica, as the authors tend to disappear. Anyway, I've been talking for 23 minutes now. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the Red Light Library. If you want to follow us on social media, at Red Light Library, we'll get you us on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my pod, my podcast discussion uh, review normal account is at the pod report T-H-E-P-O-D-R-E-P-O-R-T. And if you want to read long-form reviews of podcasts that I like, thepodreport.wordpress.com will do you. There's also links to other podcasts I produce there. So thank you, and I'm going to leave now. Bye.